Hi, I'm Meredith Miller, and this is Ask Away, a podcast for kids about the Bible. This show works in two parts. First, my kids and I talk about a Bible story together, where I tell the story and they bring their questions and observations along the way. Second, kids just like you send in their questions, and we give a bonus episode to talking about the things that have been sent our way. What's most important about this podcast space is that whatever your question is, this is the place where you can ask away. Welcome to Ask Away, everybody. I'm so glad you joined us because this is our first episode where we are going to be answering the questions that kids have sent in. We have some great questions sent by kids from all over, and I am so excited to talk about them with you today. Let's hear our first questions. Hi, my name is Lena, and I am six years old. I live in Guatemala. I was wondering how the world was made, because no human ever lived on the world when it was made. We have a similar question from Liam, who's six and lives in Kentucky. How did God make the world? What I hear in these questions is that you guys have your scientist brains on, wondering how God actually made the world. You've heard how the Bible talks about it like a poem, but you also know that there was some sort of process, some way, some method that God made everything. And you're right. My family and I used to live in Chicago. They have an amazing museum there called the Field Museum, which especially has a lot of awesome dinosaur skeletons, including the most complete tyrannosaur ever discovered named Sue. We would go there really often, and we would walk through an exhibit that showed the formation of Earth over time as best scientists have learned so far. It talked about the millions of years that it took for the earth to develop little organisms, for the land to spread. It talked about the ways that meteors hit the earth and created some extinctions, and then how animal life evolved after those times. When we walk through that exhibit, and I learn all the ways that the earth formed over time, the way plants and animals changed over time, I'm not only learning science, I'm learning how God made the world. They go together. God is a great scientist. And so there's no reason to think that when we are learning science, that is somehow not what God did. And that when God made the world, God did it some different way. Because we believe that God is the smartest and the most powerful, we understand that God can make the world any way that God chooses. And it seems that the ways we are learning in science are the ways that God chose to make the world. When we hear the poetic interpretation of creation from the Bible, We know that those writers wanted us to know who God is and why God made things. But when we hear scientists teach us about how the earth was formed, that's when we know how God made things. So thank you, Elena and Liam, for that first question. And here is another one from Leah, who also lives in Kentucky. I have a question. Where did God come from and how long was he there if he was there at all before any of this happened? Hi, my name is Luke, and I'm six years old. I live in Wyoming, Illinois. If God created the world, who created him? Now to start answering this question, here's what I'd say first. Although God is like us in a lot of ways, for example, God is emotional and we are emotional. God is also not like us in some very important ways. God is not a person, although God became a person in Jesus. But fundamentally, God is God. And that means that God is different than us in some interesting and important ways. One of the ways that God is different than people is that God is eternal. God is 
forever. God has always been forever in the past, and God will always be forever in the future. It's a very strange thing for us to think about sometimes as creatures who were born and will live and will someday die. And so it seems that when God made the world, God didn't just make things. God also made time. And before that, it seems that God was, well, just being. God was hanging around. And it's unlikely that God was lonely during this time because our God is three. We say God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so it seems as best we can tell that God was doing all right being before God made the world. And then at some point, God decided that as good as it was to be God, it would be even better to create something that could partner with God. And that's where people come in. Your second part of the question asked how long was God around before the world was made? And honestly, I don't know. I don't know how long God was hanging out before God decided to create the world. It's a great question. It's one of the pieces we don't know. Our next question is from Nellie, who lives in Illinois. And here's what she asks. If God made animals and they're so precious to him, how come it's okay for us to use them for food? This is a great question, and I don't think it has just one right answer. So instead, I'm going to give us two possible options that a lot of people seem to think. The first option is that there are people who think that animals were always made to be part of, well, like the Lion King says, the circle of life. That animals, although they are meant to live in this world and to enjoy all of their animal existence, they were also meant to be eaten, perhaps by predators and also by people. If that's the case, then it's not a problem that people use animals for food, but it is also important that people think about how those animals were treated while they lived, because the animals weren't only made to be food, they were also made to enjoy their animal life. And so that's one way that people think about it. A second way that some people think about it is that they see that in Genesis, God first gave the people plants to eat. And it actually isn't until later in the story when God is with Noah after the flood that God also gives the animals to eat. Some people wonder if this means that God maybe always meant for us to be plant eaters, vegetarians. And so there are Christians who, because they are Christians, have decided that they won't eat animals. But it's not the only option for someone who loves God and wants to follow God in the world. One of the reasons this is such a great question is it's an example of how there are important questions about the Bible that don't have one right answer. Where people who love God and want to do the best might actually end up with different answers. Some will use animals for food and others might not. And both groups of people have really been trying to read the Bible and be thoughtful and think about what God might want. Thanks for your question, Nellie. Let's listen to one more, and this one comes from CJ in Illinois. Why did God invent animals that can hurt us, like mosquitoes? Ooh, this is a great question. I don't totally know why there are animals that hurt. Mosquitoes are such a great example because they can carry sickness with them and hurt a lot of people. Plus, bug bites are so annoying, and I don't like them. Here's something that might begin to help answer the question, though. You might have heard people talk about how God made the world, and they might have said that when God made the world, everything was perfect, that it was totally all the way done and exactly how God wanted it. Although, 
if you just read the Bible, it doesn't say the word perfect. It says the word good. And then once people are made, of course, God says it was very good. But it doesn't say perfect. Maybe God wasn't done creating. Maybe God got started creating, made the people, and God planned for God and the people together to finish the job. If that's the case, and I happen to think that it is, then we know that that original dream and plan for everything to get finished together got majorly interrupted when sin came into the world. And so we were left with an unfinished creation. And instead of that creation getting finished into something perfect and lovely, it kind of spun into some things that were really imperfect and difficult, including things like sickness, earthquake, flood, and people hurting each other. Because sin isn't just wrong choices a person makes, sin is anything that isn't what God would want. And I think that when we find things that aren't what God would want, like sickness and bugs or animals that hurt us, maybe that's a clue to some of the broader ways that the world isn't what God dreams of yet. But a day is coming again when even things like mosquitoes get made right. Maybe that means that mosquitoes won't bite anymore. And we certainly know there won't be sickness anymore. I want to say thank you to each of the kids who sent in a question about creation. I've said before that I don't have all the answers and I don't know everything about the Bible. No one does. What's more important is that we ask our questions and that we explore possible answers together. If you have even more questions, I would love to hear them. You can send them to askawaypodcast at gmail.com Or even better, you can record them using the Voxer app. That's V like voice, O-X-E-R, and you'll find us as Ask Away Podcast. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you have a great day. Catch you next time. Hey, grown-ups, please rate, review, and subscribe.